Podcasting 101 with me, your host, Rachel. This podcast is for female business owners and solopreneurs that are looking to start a podcast to add to your own already awesome offering. I'll give you helpful advice that you can take away and use in your podcasting journey. I hope to answer those tricky questions that just keep you from starting. Once a month, I'll be joined by other female podcasters. They'll share their journey with you and offer tips and advice they discovered along the way. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Podcasting 101 with Rachel. This week, we are talking about, well, I'm busting some myths around expensive equipment and software for your podcast that you would need for your podcast. First of all, you don't need these things to start a podcast. Obviously, it is always nice to have nice equipment if you can afford it. But if you can't, or you can't afford it at this stage, don't let that be a barrier to you starting your podcast. So let's go with headphones to start with. If you have headphones with a mic, that would be great. Most Bluetooth headphones come with them. I know my I've got Amazon Echo Dots and they have got a microphone in them as do AirPods because they're also hands-free for your phone. You also might have got, you know, regular headphones that plug into your phone when you got it. They also have a microphone and they are also pretty good. Uh, the microphone kind of lands near your face for the hands-free aspect, but it also makes things pretty good for recording. They can plug into your computer or your phone. Those are good to use. If you do want to invest in invest in a mic, there are some cheaper options out there that you don't have to spend a lot of money to get like that extra bit of quality. So the first mic I had, my husband gave me, but kind of lucky for me, he's a sound engineer. So he... Um, obviously knows what he's doing when it comes to sound and equipment and he had some spare mics it was a radio mic a kind of a mic that presenters use you know in broadcasts and things so uh, I've since looked them up on Amazon and I found some for about 30 pounds it records pretty good audio you know it this is these are the kind of radio mics that people use to present so it is good I will put a link to that in the show notes so if you wanted to have a look at that you can do. But the mic that I'm using now is a Bigfoot mic by Behringer. Behringer is a solid brand for equipment. I also managed to get this on a deal. So I think I only paid about £50 or so for it. I think normally they're, they're more than that. But again, my wonderful husband who loves to research things um, managed to find a deal. So that was really good. I recommend that if you can invest afford to invest in a microphone than I would do purely because it will make it will make everything sound better if you do have a microphone so you've got a few options there I'll also put a link to the Bigfoot by Behringer just so you can take a look at what kind of microphone it is there's also a popular microphone I know in the states as well is a Blue Yeti and they're equally good you just have to make sure with all the mics that you're using you know have a little look on YouTube about the best way to use it and recommendations for how far away you should be from your mic or where you should position your mic on your face and um, just so you, or make you know if you see somebody on a video I think maybe I'll do a little video just to show people as well um that would be you know you know exactly where the mic should be um there are also other little things that you can do 
to make your sound better, to make your audio better. So, you know, you don't have to have a studio. If you do have access to a studio, amazing. It will always sound great in a studio. But if you're going to record it at home, I'm recording mine at home as well. You hear a lot about people recording in their closets or their wardrobes or in, in bedrooms. It's because the walls are padded. They're not like bare. So the sound doesn't reflect so much off of them. I record in my conservatory, but I've got um, material blinds and a carpet. So it does sound fine in there. Well, you tell me if you think it sounds fine. Obviously, if it rains, it's really terrible. So I was going to record this yesterday, but I couldn't because it was raining and it picks up everything then. There are other little things you can do. Make sure you're not disturbed. You've closed the windows so that if there's any loud noises going on, especially coming up to the summertime when this is recorded, it's March. You might have people mowing the lawns, you know, depending on where you live and what you're doing. And those kind of things can really, like I said, the rain... You can't often do, sometimes you can't do anything about it, but sometimes if you just shut the window, you solve that problem. There are online platforms that you can use that are kind of online studios. One platform is called riverside.fm. I've not personally used it, although one of, I know some fellow podcast managers that have, and they really rate them. It was something that I was considering, but I haven't ended up going with it at the moment. For my guest interviews, I use Zoom. Zoom works well for me and there are things that you can do to tweak the settings and you can record a separate audio track for each person um, which can be beneficial because say for example you've got guests and on one of the tracks there's a dog barking and if you've got one audio track and you've got dog a dog barking while somebody's talking it was near on possible to completely remove but if you've got separate tracks and it's on, say, for example, it's on their track while you were talking, you can take that out. There are some advantages to that, to having two audio tracks. What I did, I did post about this a few weeks ago about what settings to choose. So I'll put a link in the show notes so that um, you can find that post and take a look at how you do that. The quality of Zoom, I think like a lot of things though, I think this would probably affect um, an online studio as well, is the quality of your Wi-Fi or your guests' Wi-Fi as well. I mean, that's something we have to bear in mind for everything um, these days anyway, because everything's all in the cloud and online. That's something to consider, especially with Zoom. If somebody's Wi-Fi goes and that when they're in the middle of answering a question or something like that, then perhaps you might have to stop and restart the question again just to make sure that you've got the answer. But there are little workarounds. And I think Zoom is quite cost effective as well. You know, if you just got you and a guest, you don't even have to have the paid version of Zoom because you don't get the limit put on it until you have more than three, I think, guests. It just depends on um, what your budget is as well. For solo episodes... I mean, you can use Zoom, especially if you're doing a video podcast, you can just set a meeting and have it yourself and use the same settings. That would be quite effective if you didn't want to use. But you can also use something like StreamYard uh, to record yourself as well. But what I do and what I'm doing now is recording my solo episodes inside of Audacity. Audacity is a free software. They've recently actually had an update to 3.1. And there are some extra little features in there that actually are really intuitive and I really like them. So what I'll do as well is share a link to the little video um, that will get, show you the little updates. Um, 
you know, if this is too technical for you, don't worry. If you have a podcast manager, maybe they are doing this already. Um, but it's a simple to use platform. It's free. You can edit as you go along. You can check your levels on the mic. Yeah. So I did do, again, I did a little post um, a few weeks ago about Audacity. What I'll do is I will put all links to those resources in the show notes. Other things that you might consider is, you know, who's going to host your, who's going to host your podcast? You know, you might think I've got to pay lots of money a month. You don't. There are free platforms. And I have talked about Anchor as that free platform, which is what I used to host my first podcast on. I really liked Anchor. I felt it was a pretty simple platform to use, especially for someone who was, you know, getting used to the whole podcasting thing. You can edit and record inside of Anchor if you want to. I wouldn't recommend you rec- if you have a lot of things you want to edit because you just it's just too difficult. If you just want to clip bits out, you know, that's pretty easy, you know, a few bits, you know, and this is also dependent relative on how long your podcast episode is. Yeah, it's run by Spotify, but I have heard a few things recently adding a little caveat on to this. So I remember a fellow podcast manager, Rosemary, telling me about there has been some issues with Anchor about ownership over the content. I did have a little look into that and I think they have since adjusted the terms and conditions so that that's no longer the case because I couldn't find anything to say that I didn't own my own content. But recently um, I put some posts out on LinkedIn and someone had commented about there was some issues. Overcast, the head of Overcast was saying that the people couldn't hear, couldn't listen to the podcast. Now, I don't know if I've had that, I've experienced that for my podcast. I've not experienced it when I've used Anchor, but that's not to say that someone else hasn't been able to listen to my podcast due to that. So there's just some things to bear in mind with having a free platform. I'll put a link to the article in there so you can have um, a look. Again, it's totally up to you. There is absolutely nothing wrong with using Anchor. I know a lot of people that have used it successfully and don't have any problems with it. So it is a personal choice and you just have to do your own research. Um, For this podcast, I'm actually doing, I'm using Captivate, which is a paid service, but I'm absolutely loving it so far. I really have enjoyed the dashboard. The new, the show note feature is a top one for me. And there are some new features coming soon, which is really exciting. There's a guest booking feature, which is, which is brilliant. There's only one little snag with it, which is so tiny. It doesn't even really matter. It just, it doesn't integrate with my current calendar so that I wouldn't be able to double block myself. But I have done a workaround with that is that I've decided on two days, certain times that I want to do my interviews. So then I have blocked those out in my diary so no one else can book any appointments in. So when I send out my booking link to my guests, they can book in and it won't matter that I won't feel like I'm being double booked. I will do a future episode on um, different hosting platforms and I will go into a little bit more detail about Captivate and about Anchor then. This is just a bit of an overview just showing you that you, you don't have to pay if you but there are such added I've not realized quite how many added features and things there are and the advantages to having a paid platform so that is just something to consider so that's it um I hope this episode has helped you helped to kind of realize if you were in the place of wanting to start your podcast and you felt that these issues around cost 
expensive equipment were going to be a barrier for you, then there's no need to have that fear. As always, if you have any questions you want to ask me, please DM me or email me. All my social links are in the show notes so you'll be able to contact me, whichever is the easiest way for you. Uh, I'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please like, share and subscribe. Your support means so much to me. If there's a question or topic you'd like covering, then I'd love to hear from you. Find the podcast on Instagram at Rachie Botfield and drop me a DM. Till next time. Bye.